Support our black men. Support our black women. Protect our black men. Protect our black women. Support, Support and, and protect, protect black, black lives. lives. Support and protection is not a gender-specific message. It's a human message. Today, we are seeing a subset of movements that we continue to support and shed light on. However, there's a lot of toxicity in this world, both coming from men and women. We are seeing gender wars take place when instead we need to support and uplift one another. What are some examples of this toxicity? How can we move forward and eliminate this divisiveness? In today's episode of Ether, we will see an exact example of what these gender wars sound like. Personal emotions, experiences will emerge, but at the same time, these raw feelings may be helpful for people to get off their chest. As a listener, you will hear crosses that are bared and areas that might carry energetic and emotional gunk. But the bigger question here is how can men and women handle situations like this moving forward? I'm sick and tired of seeing the gender wars we are constantly seeing. One extreme jumping to one side and another extreme jumping in the defense of the other side. The real discussion needs to be how can our men support our women and how can our women support our men? What educated steps do we need to take so that moving forward we aren't so quick to take one side over the other? That's the issue, figuring out how we can support one another. We as a whole are hurting, and for good reasons, but I don't think many people consciously think about how much they take in from the world around them, and I think even less consciously make an effort to release and heal from the past experiences or vicarious traumas that they've taken in. Many issues that are known but rarely talked through, mostly about, hopefully after today's discussion, we can start building a foundation towards that goal. So, without further ado, we welcome you to Ether's very first Battle of the Sexes. Part one will be the release. Part two will be accountability and healing. And from this, we hope to see a brighter future with healthier relationships regardless of their type. Thank you, Mother Earth. And with that being said, let's start the show. Trunks up. Warning. This episode was created with the intent to ruffle some feathers. Cancel us if you would like. Just know that we don't give a fuck. Setting the preference. We're recording this. Anything you say, we'll make it to the internet. We'll make it to the internet. Yes, we back. We're on right now. It's been a minute and I'm ready to see more. Season two. Oh, Jazz, you nervous? She said anxiety. Anxiety. Turn him to a rapper, y'all. Timo. Peter. You're not talking into the mic. Two. Oh man. Look, 
but you know, before we get into our intros that we all love to enjoy, yeah, man. why don't we pass it off to our guests so they can introduce ourselves for our, our the opener. Who wants to go first? Who's next? Who's next? Go, 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 go. That was go, great synchronization. Who's next? <laughs> go ahead. Get, okay, so get your shit off, first. Queen. I will get it off. Okay. My name is Crystal Sierra. Mm. Um, I am a first and middle. abstract artist. Mm. I'm a painter. I'm a writer. She said Google songwriter. Me, uh, I, I'm getting into modeling also. Uh, so all that's going on. So. <laughs> she getting her shit off. I He's hating. He's hating. How am I hating? Am I He's hating, but it's okay because I'm still. Oh, is it? Oh, I don't know what the fuck shit means. I know. I know. I know. I'm a little not slow, but I'm special. A little wow. not. So, a little not. Nah, slow. nah. Don't don't say that about yourself. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so you can follow me on, G- on IG at underscore underscore. That's two underscores. Crystal Sierra. <laughs> and Crystal is spelled with a C, and mm. Sierra is spelled C I E R R A. She said line underneath, <laughs> line underneath. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Yeah. Hey, friend. Hey, hey, friend. Friend. hey, friend. Hey, everyone. I am Jasmine Shanice Hatcher. Yes, whole government name, yes. She said new home. I am a graduate Ooh. from Temple University. Damn. Eagle Owls. Okay, you. Yes. There you go. So, you know, Temple everyone tuck. calls me Jazz, a.k.a. Jazzy, yes. a.k.a. Green Eyes, Ooh. a.k.a. Jazzy Green Eyes, Ooh. a.k.a. La- light skin with the fat ass butt, <laughs> a.k.a. light skin with the green eyes, mm. a.k.a. whatever you want to call me. Okay. <laughs> these eyes, um, these eyes have seen a lot of love. They ain't never seen a love like you. <laughs> grand rising kings and queens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, to the grand rising. Hold on, hold on. I get never I get, morning. I get nervous when Gabby talk. Go ahead, talk, girl. <laughs> you not. Butterflies Gabrielle, in my stomach. Gabby, Gabby, Jasmine. If you want to see me on IG, mm. dark skin enthusiast. Ooh. Well, I'm brown skin, so I'm out the game. Oh my God, I'm dark skin. <laughs> anyway, we're doing alma mater. <laughs> Whatever. No, yes. Um, we're talking about my background Catholic school, Hampton grad, real HU. Hello, hello. <laughs> Jazzy's best friend. I'm her inner thoughts that she doesn't speak, so I'll Ooh. say it for her. Oh, she got bars. Okay. 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 Gap's next. Shut up. <laughs> I'm done now. Can I pass it off to somebody else? Yeah, we have our... Mother Mother Earth. Yes. Take a song, baby. Hello, everyone. I'm Veroni Cazzo. Oh. My word. Oh. <laughs> we got... We got Baroni with the macaroni. Baroni with the macaroni. The bottomless mac. The bottomless mac. Oh my gosh. Shout outs to Worcester, Massachusetts. Yes, Worcester. Worcester. Yes, everything runs on Duncan, you know what? Um, background. Doherty High School, I guess I'm going to shout out them. <laughs> 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 she said, Doherty. Came to Philly, 
You sciences, I don't really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, can I give my money? Look, whatever you want to get off, Queen, get it off. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, just forgive my loan so I don't have to pay you back Hello. anymore. Uh, <laughs> it's all about to be forgiven the soon. This track is coming soon. Who knows? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so the Ether Podcast is a stepping stone for her to get her. Okay, okay all right. I see, I see the vision. No, all right, no, vision. this, this <laughs> the catalyst uh, to diss the school. The school has been like oh, in the working since 2011. She said, <laughs> since okay. I was attending the she school. She said, Sally May in the way. <laughs> she in the lab. She Sally in the lab with Jane Electronica. <laughs> Sally May in the way. Um, Not paying today. Now massage therapist. Love it. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. He said, fuck off so, my port. <laughs> I woke up with that. <laughs> Well, do you do like couples? Not saying that I have anybody. I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 On a social media hiatus, but when I return, you can follow me on. Yeah, uh, no, follow, follow me back, please. I'm waiting. <laughs> oh listen, listen. I'm waiting. Yo, don't mess with the rollout. She got a plan. She got a plan. She got a plan. She got the yeah. Dirty Joe rollout. Yeah, don't mess with the rollout. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Michelle Obama VP on the way. Okay. <laughs> so I'll wait to share the IG, but another Solid. time. Okay, all yes. right. Go ahead, Trash. Start us off. Let's show them how it's done. So you know. They thought I would make the league, mm. but I didn't. Oh, what happened? What happened, Trav? Perfect. They tried to cancel us. Ooh. Oh, damn. They did. But they didn't, and we but still they here. Did. Oh, they did. And the crown's still here. Oh. You know, he started off off mic. Oh, shit. But now what? But he's still kind of off mic right now. Oh. But in retrospect, he's on. But he's on. Alfie on the mic side. <laughs> when there's a tide, Ooh. there's a wave. Ooh. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to get right to it. Get him, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the kid, Troll Toll Trav, a.k.a. Wesley Pipes, in the bubble. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Foam Major. Woo! Oh, okay. Okay. Don't talk about Bay like that. Don't talk about Bay like that. AKA Lion Pumper. And you know, like I said, y'all listen to Rich the Kid, but y'all listening to Broke the Bloke. Woo! Yeah. We here, season two. I'm going to jab step, euro step to my right and pass it off to my man. Deadliest backcourt in the league, baby. Listen, man. Yeah, man. Come on. I got got my direction correct. (laughs) You already know season two type shit. Rogue One checking in. Mm. It's Mr. Porter, Maddie Ice, Matt Stallion, the great Matt Young M.A. Wait for it. T.T. One take Jake LeBear, James, the captain of the cool kids you know. Die.
And on this podcast, always and forever, affectionately known as the crown prince of trying to get us canceled. Uh. And newly known as, season twoly known as. Oh, you see what he did there? Ooh, the prettiest face in the audio space. Uh. Chris Brownskin. Uh. Mr. Guns Blazing. Jen uh. Poppy. Only plays away games because I don't believe in being sloppy. Uh. And if you ain't trying to say all that, man, then it's just Matt, man. But I mean, I do what I do when I does it. I'm gonna pass it off to my brother, Mr. Q102. Chio in the morning. Take it away, sir. Say. Ladies and gentlemen. It's Eris the Angel. Wait, wait, wait. Eris the Angel. Eris Targaryen. Off Mike Poppy, now known as On Mike Poppy. <laughs> Mister, I might steal your girl and give her to mine. Oh, wait, she's not here. <laughs> Mr. G-O-H. Get him out of here. <laughs> Mr. No O's in his name. Eris X. <laughs> and Mr. I ran out of names. And now, now, I'm going to pass it off to my brethren. But look, you got to, you got to come, you got to, you got to come here to, yeah, you got, you got to come, you, we got to switch. Hey, turn it over now. I got a question. I need to ask somebody. Why is it when y'all see me at the party, y'all be looking like, ooh, your movie star, he ain't supposed to be out on the floor. Wait, oh, I'll get when I was amateur spitting before the scripts is written. First one in, last one out. The pass the mic. First in, pass the mic. Pass the mic, pass the mic. One time for the one time. Inhale through your tusks. <laughs> Exhale through your trunks. It is your co-host with the most. Suave Stabamente. A.K.A. Pico de Poco. A.K.A. Coco Noir. Dark, bold, and aromatic. <laughs> AKA Young Pino. Fine, divine, Asian like wine. Oh. AKA Durag Don. Oh. King of the Wavy. AKA Chico Swavy. Stay wavy, so I ain't gotta get wavy. And delectably known as your rotisserie's favorite dark meat. <laughs> and welcome to the Ether Podcast, where the bees keep buzzing, Woo! the trunks keep upping, okay. and the herd be heard. Ooh. Have no fear, this is the world premiere, uh, uh, world premiere. of ES2, <laughs> a.k.a. Season 2 of El Ether. 
said El Ether. La Ether. It said La Ether. Double trunks. Double the trouble. Fire burn. And feathers ruffle. Woo! Beware of the herd. Now, some of you might know me as a savior from the sideline. Oh, yeah, he took a, he taking us to church today. <laughs> A.K.A. I gets cut snow clippers, coach of the year, Cock Rivers. Oh. I'm kind of confused on what kind of podcast we talking. West Pipes, we got LL going, so what are we talking about again? We doing it big, season two, doing it bigger than Texas. We up Nexus. Drafted Texas to your exes. Because it's the battle of the sexes, nigga. Ooh. So breathe through your nostrils and truck on down. Wow. I just love when Reverend Hood takes us to church. But you know what? I'm not going to keep you guys waiting. So the first topic we will discuss, it will be equality. And representing the male side will actually be Reverend Hood. And on the other side, <laughs> the female side, will be Miss Gabby. <coughs> now, let's start the show. My mic sound nice. Now, I will preface everything with it is absolutely a fact that women, especially black women, are heavily oppressed still to this day. There are disparities still to this day. But, what? Where was I? Sorry. Now, women have suffered for years. There are plenty, plenty of examples of why that is so. I will not get into all of that. But I must say, sometimes it does hurt when certain movements are used, are, are masked as trying to reach and obtain equality. But in that process, they are diminishing not the rights of other people, but basically trying to take rights away from other people. Um, the example oh, I would like to use is when I go on Twitter, right, the Twitter, I see things like, you know, It does compare to the oppression that women have been through when speaking about a man speaking up about what he has been through. Now, I do agree with the argument that there are some men that do diminish what, the what women are trying to fight for by speaking their truth. However, I don't believe that a man's truth should absolutely be denied. Let me read another tweet for you. Man, if a woman accuses you of sexually assaulting or slash rape, and even if you didn't do it, you shut up and take the charge. <laughs> women have been systematically oppressed for years, 
and you giving up some years of your freedom doesn't compare to the oppression they've been through. Now, if a man is completely innocent and he has been accused of engaging in this sexual assault, we are supposed to take it. Is that equality in any way, shape, or form? You are basically attempting to ruin a man's life even if he didn't do anything to you because of a feeling that you want to be, quote unquote, seen as equal. And I feel like a lot of the, t well, not a lot of the time, I feel like there are some times where some people use that movement in a very radical way to kind of get rid of the man, essentially. Um, you know, and then I hear things like, I feel so empowered when a man I hate, I can just say, oh, well, he did something to me 30 years ago, or he did this 30 years ago, and my side will always be taken, regardless. Hashtag feminism. Thank you, feminism. Now, I, I agree wholeheartedly with feminism. I consider myself to be a feminist. But the radical feminism, I believe, can be hella toxic, and I define it as toxic femininity. Now I want to get into something completely different. Expectations of men, I'll speak spe specifically to dating. Um, you know, I've been told from plenty of girlfriends that it is the man's responsibility to pay for dates, uh, specifically the first date. But if we want to be equal, why is it necessarily wrong if a man says, hey, you want to split this for the first date at least? Now, a man could have the money, he could have the ends, he could spend, but him choosing not to and saying, hey, can we split this? I feel like a lot of times a man will not get a second date and be labeled as a broke ass nigga. Um, I believe that kind of we have gotten lost in general still and I don't think equality can really fully be reached if we kind of try to learn how to uh, diminish the extremes of gender roles. Um, if we want to all be treated equally, then we kind of have to actually look at each other as equals in the intangible ways, such as, you know, being the provider. I believe a woman can be a provider. and. I'm not knocking any woman that's independent or thinks that she, you know, wants to be the head honcho, the one that brings home the bacon. More power to you. But I think we need to get rid of kind of the expectations on both sides and just not really make, uh, not really, uh, not really make it like gender 
specific in terms of roles in the relationship and how we proceed to move forward. I believe that I yield my time. How much time do I have? Yes, I will take it. No, no, you take it. You take it. Go. So I would like to just address things on uh, equality as far as, um, you know, we spoke earlier about the Meg and Tory situation. Uh, we oftentimes are very one-sided in our opinion of men and women. Uh, Hood, you brought up a great point about money and going, what's it called, Dutch? Going Dutch. Um I think that's not encouraged enough. If we want women to uh, continue to be boss bitches, then uh, we have to uh, really consider that. You know, I, I would like to be a boss. I want you to be a boss. You know, sometimes, as me being a man, I want to be pampered too. You know, <laughs> I want you I to want take me rough. out on a date. You know, I want you to get uh, a massage day for me. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 a mani pedi day. For me as well, you know, if we're talking about equality, you know, the same energy that you put out, you should receive. You know, I think that's that's important. Did you want to have something? Did you have something you want to say stop. about Jenny and uh? Oh, Jeezy? Jenny, Maya, Jeezy. All okay. right, so I'm gonna I'm try to route this off real quick. Lori but, Harvey, uh, I see you anxious. So in terms of equality, I just want to address a real quick celebrity situation, including one Diddy and Cassie and Jenny Maya and her ex-husband. So uh, we saw when Diddy, you know, they were dating for ten years. Never came nothing past dating, you know, which that's their business. I'm not here to get into that. But when Cassie met her newest husband, I'm sorry, her new husband, not newest husband, she was dating him for like a couple months, got pregnant and married within a very short of time, which is her prerogative. Nothing wrong with that. But the the message was, oh, she was with a man who had her waiting for something that she always wanted, and he never gave it to her, so she went and got her happiness, which she did. Good for her. But then when we're talking about the Jenny Ma and Jeezy situation, she was with her husband for a considerable amount of time. They were married for many years. He wanted kids. She didn't. She did make that clear at the beginning of the relationship, but she said, hey, we'll revisit this in five years. And these are things, sources for Gabby, that she said on the talk. This isn't me making this up. She said, oh, what is it, the real, the talk, whatever the, the shit. Thank you. She said this on her own show. She said he wanted kids. I didn't. I told him we'll re revisit it, but I never wanted kids. So they had issues in their marriage. They got separated. He went, found a woman got her pregnant, had a kid, they got married. They dragged this man on the show for going out after their divorce, meeting somebody new and having a kid. He literally did as a man the same thing that Cassie did as the woman. But we praised Cassie. We praised Cassie for doing it, but we vilified Jenny Ma's husband for doing it. And it was the same thing. He wanted something from her, their whole relationship. He wanted something from the whole relationship. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Talk about it, Ken. Tell me I'm Talk wrong. He wanted kids, and she yeah. refused him children. You are leaving out. Oh, time, 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 time. Pull up the episode. Time. time. Pull up the episode. Miss um, Crystal, take a note of that for the uh, talk at the end. We can we can bring all this back up in the group discussion. Let's move on. That was move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Who's next? What's next topic? Next topic. Next topic. No, no, they have. It's it's their turn. Oh, sorry. Next topic. Let's move on. Queen Queen Jasmine. 
Jasmine, let me know when you are. Oh, the floor is yours. Gabby's up. Gabby? Oh, it's Gabby. Yeah. Talk your shit. So, Gabby, let me talk know your, when you're ready. Talk your shit, yeah. queen. Okay. I'm ready. So, the base word in equality is equal. So, in order to consider one equal, there has to be respect. So, I typically see when we're talking about equality, men go off on or they reference just the one-off women. For example, the, the tweet that you read is from that one-off woman that no other woman believes that is true. I don't know of any woman that says, oh, if you get accused knowing that you didn't do it, accept the charges. That's strange to me. However, especially going off, <laughs> especially going off a of going Dutch as well, it also goes into respect. You can't go in with the mindset that, oh, well, we're in a different era, so you're equally as responsible. When you do the right things for the right woman, she will definitely go Dutch, give you a back rub, take you out. But when you sit there with almost like a shady mindset of, so what, this is what you want in life, so guess what? I'm not opening the door. It's, a, it's like men say sh women killed chivalry. We didn't kill chivalry. I don't, I don't know. Who did? I <laughs> don't know where y'all got that from. However, once again, it goes into respect. If you respect me as a woman, then I'm going to do things for you. I don't have a problem with gender roles, me cooking and cleaning. However, you're not going to tell me after a long day of work, since we're being equal, if I'm going to work, you're going to work. I'm not going to come home after a day of work and make you whatever the fuck it is, that, I don't know, grand masala, chicken masala, chicken tikka masala, <laughs> when I feel like eating a chicken pot pie, whatever I decide we're going to eat is what we're going to eat. Now, if you feel as though that you want to eat something and you want to cook it, you by all means can, but you can't tell me what I can and cannot make if you're not willing to provide everything, like the whole household. If you want to pay all the bills and you want to tell me that I don't have to work, it's my choice. Don't yeah. So it's more so tell me it's my choice if I want to work or not, but I don't have to because you're willing to provide. And then also with men providing, I noticed that a lot of times that I don't know why, but men are into this new phase of I need two girlfriends in order to be happy. And along with me having two girlfriends, or if I can't have two girlfriends, I need to be able to do whatever I want as long as I am providing for you. Um, just because you pay my bills does not mean that you can fuck on, suck on, take out whoever you want. Because <laughs> to be quite clear, I make more money than probably most men in this era. So, you know, <laughs> so if we being real, then I should have the equal opportunity that I should have two boyfriends as well. But what is that going to be called? I'm going to get trained, um, a whore, um, <laughs> et cetera. But these are the same privileges that men are offered Two, since when did it take two women to fulfill a household it only takes one partner and that that goes for every aspect of a relationship whether you're gender specific it only takes one person you don't have to have multiple people it takes a village for raising a child but it doesn't take two extra mommies or two extra daddies <laughs> to take care of the household your sexual needs is is not part of See, your face is drawing. <laughs> your selfish ways and sexual needs does not, it's not part of that. If you want to, if you, like, for example, um, T.I., Tiana Taylor, Iman Shumper, they all openly said that they engage in threesomes in their, in their household. Two women, one man. If that's what you want to do, 
if you want to sexually please somebody that way, that's fine. But who's to say now you have to bring in this person to live with you in order to be happy? Because if a woman said, let me bring in this extra man, since you know, since you're providing everything, let me bring in this extra man as well to help out. Y'all going to have a problem with that. And that's where my aspect is when it comes to equality. And, and then also with men getting paid more than women, that goes into also it has a lot to do with the field that you're working in. So, yes, women do dominate uh, the service industry by long haul. You see more women servers than men servers. But it's funny that it's so ironic that I seen this tweet that it said that, you know, men feel as though women belong in the kitchen so much that men are the ones that's dominating the food industry in terms of being a chef, a sous chef. So unless we're getting paid for it, it's our it's our duty to do it. So men can take over Gordon Ramsay and, and Guy Frieri and everybody else. It's, <laughs> it's suitable for them to be a chef. But if we're not getting paid for it, it's our duty to just go in the kitchen and cook whenever we feel like or whenever you're hungry. And also another thing that I'm noticing is the whole I get fed first before the children in yourself. I don't even <laughs> you see, I'll feel that way. Exactly. Like, I don't know how that discussion came apart. Even when it came to um, who sits in the front of the, I seen that on Twitter as well. Who sits in the front, the mom or the wife. And that was a whole biggest, big thing as well. It's just respect. And respect also falls on to the women as well. Because me personally, I don't care who sits in the front because we're, we're all getting to the destination. But <laughs> I guess for, for fuck's sake, yeah, I'll sit in the front as your leading woman. But. Um, in terms of equality, why do the men have to eat first? I'm hungry too. The kids be hungry, or is it just like a a place setting? <laughs> <It's good. laughs> I don't know. When you just talk about equality, it, it's a lot to uh, it's a lot to go into it. Um, you're always going to have people who feel strongly about it than others, and with equality, it's, it's just respect. Respect goes around. There's respect goes around in totally different ways, and as long as you respect your partner, you're gonna get the same respect in return. Like I know women that say my man's supposed to pay for everything. I should never touch my wallet, but I don't agree with that as well. And I get I hear a lot of that from my own personal friends as well. But I just look at things as if we both contribute to our household, then we'll have something bigger and better. You paying a thousand dollars in a mortgage opposed to me matching that a thousand. Now we got a six bedroom house, so. Anybody else want to say anything? You guys have three minutes. Okay. Do you yield your time? I do yield it. All right. Nice. Good job, team. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> so much smoother than last time. <laughs> so much smoother. Oh. What's that? Yes, yes. That's why she just why at he you. Was so what he yes, said. Can I still use it now? Yeah, no, I, I was gone, nigga. Yeah. I'll set. I'll set the <laughs> clock back. You had, you had three. You had three that's, that's minutes left. I remember both these cases. Yeah. So well, there is no judges no more. No, but you had three minutes and fifteen seconds. Oh, you're giving her this. So I will start. Yes, Matthew. Oh, I'm gonna spend I'll, the first. I'm, start, my turn I'm starting you right now. Okay. So Matthew addressed the situations of. Jeannie Mai and her husband, and Cassie and Diddy. But let's talk about the specifics of each situation. 
Cassie and Diddy were dating. They were not married. They did not have commitment to each other. Okay? When you're dating someone, yes, you have commitment, but not legal commitment. We did not stand in front of a judge. We did not say, oh, I'm going to accept you for everything that you are, and I'm going to marry you instead of that. They didn't say that to each other. They were seeing each other. They were dating. They were boyfriend and girlfriend, period. He played in her face. She let him play in her face. She knew all along. She let it happen, whatever. It was fucked up either way, but they were dating. Now, let's suggest Jeannie Mai and her husband, because I watch the real all the time. So, Jeannie Mai and her husband, he married her, knowing that she never in life wanted kids. Now, she said, we can revisit it later. You want to know why she said it? Because so many men think that just because we're women, we're supposed to want kids. Now, no, nah, just because we women, we don't have to want kids. No, nah, I'm a woman, but I want my time. No, nah, I don't want kids, so I'm sorry. But you met me. I told you I didn't want them, but you married me instead. I said, maybe, I said, maybe I'll change my mind after five years. I did not give you a guarantee. I said, maybe. So after five years, when she did not change her mind, he already knew that there was a fact or there was a chance that she would not change her mind. But he married her knowing that. So him deciding to divorce her because she didn't want to have kids and, and then go get somebody else pregnant, that's fucked up. That's you want to know why it's fucked that's up? Not, that, that's not why they got a divorce. That's exactly why they got a divorce. But you want to know why it's fucked up? Because you want to know how rare it is for a woman to meet a man that's okay with the fact that she don't want to have kids? She trusted the shit out of him, yo. He wasn't okay with the fact that she then didn't want to Then he should have said it before he they... <laughs> Listen. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna I'm sorry. Turn off your mic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They should have said it before they got married. Because she was under the impression, and she said this all the time on the, on the reel, she was under the impression when they got married that it was okay with him whether she chose to or not because he always knew, and she never surprised him with this, she always knew, that there was a chance that she never wanted to have kids. So, yes, if you leave me and then go have a kid with somebody else, I'm going to be tore up about it because at the end of the day, it's fucked up. So let's always talk about the specifics before we talk about who did what. And that's it. Well, all right. I want to first and foremost thank Mr. Swavy Baby, Reverend Hood, and the lovely Miss Gabby for sharing their thoughts on equality. Now... To keep the show moving, we are going to touch on a subject that, you know, is quite sensitive. We're going to talk about emotions. And with the topic of emotions, we might delve into some more serious topics such as abuse. Now keep in mind, this is coming from the perspective of a male and the perspective of a female. And one additional detail that I want to give the listeners is that in the second part of this two-part drop of Ether Season 2, we will come together and discuss these topics that were addressed and try to figure out how we can come together at the end. Now, with that being said, I would like to introduce the two speakers. Rogue One, checking in, Mr. LaBeer James, Mr. Maddie Porter. But to start off this conversation, we'll be light skin with the green eyes, as she said in the intro, the lovely Miss Jasmine. So please, Let's get to it. Okay, so I'm gonna start with a quote from an article from The Root. 
emotional intelligence is the ability to identify and manage your own emotions as well as the emotions of others. You can identify an emotion and respond to it rather than react, which is another critical skill. Emotionally intelligent people are in touch with their emotions and able to articulate them. They don't deny them and they don't try to mask them as something else. They harness them and apply them as necessary when it comes to thinking or problem solving, especially in relationships. Emotional maturity is the ability to handle situations without unnecessarily escalating them. Instead of seeking to blame someone else for their problems or behaviors, emotionally mature people seek to fix the problem or behavior. They accept accountability for their actions. Emotionally mature people don't lie in uncomfortable situations, rather they face the reality of them head on. In a disagreement, they don't resort to personal attacks. They address the issue being discussed, they are not impulsive, and they don't speak recklessly. They make sure they are calm and think before they speak. They aren't bullies or narcissists. They respect boundaries. They don't rely on the immature defense mechanism of deflection. Now, the idea that black men were not taught how to be vulnerable, acknowledge their emotions, and express them in a healthy manner. So it's safe to say that they have not been taught to be emotionally intelligent or emotional maturity. This in turn falls into the hands of black women when men want to be in relationships with us. We bear the burden of teaching men how to use their emotions. In an experience when women are in the position of doing that, men choose to react, attack, and deflect instead of recognizing their behaviors. When a man isn't willing to change his behaviors and the woman decides to leave, we get looked down upon. Somehow it's a flaw because a woman doesn't stay with a guy that cheats or treats her disrespectfully. We are supposed to be ride or dies or go through the storms, but it was never the responsibility of the woman to teach a man about his feelings or about himself. That is something that a man needs to take the lead and hold himself accountable on. I don't believe in the idea that men do not have emotions. Sometimes I believe that they are more emotional than women, but I do feel that most men don't know how to handle them or express them in a healthy way. Emotional maturity and emotional intelligence is an ongoing decision you make every day. You don't just attain it and it stays, you have to continue to work on it at all times. And I give both genders equal grace to make mistakes and fall out of character sometimes because we are both humans. Now to play devil's advocate. Let's say for instance, a man does express his emotions. He is mad and upset and expresses that in an explosive way. For example, yelling, aggressive body language and et cetera. That is often overlooked and deemed as normal because hey, at least he's telling you how he feels or that's just how a man acts. The history of emotions of black women is rooted so deep into black history. If a woman chooses to express her feelings in that same explosive manner, she is deemed angry or crazy. While women are taught to use and acknowledge our feelings, we are also taught that it has to be expressed in a very small box of ways. We are not allowed to yell or scream, use profane language or aggressive behaviors. Yet we are told to stand by this man while he continues to disrespect us because he still has a lot of growing up to do. Bullshit. And I am not allowed to express myself the way I see fit in a moment of stress. The angry black woman stereotype is false and corny as fuck. I don't know how many times I've been told or or asked to my face, oh, you must be on your period, or you, you must be in the mood, you must have an attitude. Nigga, no, you're just getting on my nerves. And there's only so many times I can express them in a calm manner. Let's be honest, when we express ourselves in that calm tone, y'all tend to overlook that completely. So now that I'm yelling in your face, you actually hear what I'm saying, and I'm being called angry. Now let's briefly touch on abuse, which I do not condone from any gender. 
But what I am sick and tired of is being told to smile. Street harassment is largely common for many black women. And yet many black men think it's totally normal and a safe way to communicate with a lady. But again, when I choose to respond in a not so nice manner, because bruh, I don't know you, and don't tell me what I should be doing with my face, we get hit with the angry black woman, and again, called a bitch. That is abusive behavior. Or let's get into the guy that texts or DMs you constantly after you have told him politely that you're not interested. Oh, she'll change her mind because she'll see that I'm persistent. No is no, and once you continue to cross my consent, it is abusive as fuck. For the past three or so weeks, Talib Kweli has been harassing a black woman on both Twitter and Instagram over a comment she made. He continues to mention her, call her names, and demean her constantly. Why is this not being talked about more? Why? Because black men don't deem this to be abusive behavior because she made him mad. Emotions do not condone abuse. And the fact that the other men in his life are not telling him to quit really says a lot about the culture of complicity of abuse and harassment within black men. And let's not get me started on sexual harassment and abuse. It is way too common for men to have friends that knowingly sexually abuse and harass women and y'all stay silent. All the Uncle Charles and the Cousin Jamals that continue to give these creepy ass, nasty ass comments at the family cookouts, please tell him to shut the fuck up and get some therapy. Speak the fuck up and protect black women. So you guys have four minutes and 20 seconds left. Yeah, brah. For Tony, bruh. Any, anybody want to chime in? Or? You have four minutes left. Okay. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, because she said some stuff that I actually really like. I liked when she said um, how we as women or just black women in general have to, like, be conscious of our emotions and our reactions to situations. Because if we're not, we're deemed as such and such. But when a man explodes, it's just, oh, you know how guys are, or oh, at least he's expressing his emotions. And I'm going to say why I don't like that shit. So, I'm in a situation where I need to stay calm. It is. It has been asked to me, it is a requirement because of his past history, his history of abuse with his mom. So I acknowledge that he has history, and I acknowledge that I have to address him in a certain manner. So I try to. I don't always succeed. But I try to always stay calm in, like, emotionally charged situations and not yell or maybe not, like, say how what I usually would say to somebody who's getting on my nerves, but maybe I'll tailor it a little bit. Now let's put it around. I, myself, I don't like, like, I was, like, in a situation before where, like, the relationship was a little hands-on. Like, he wasn't beating my ass, but it was hands-on. So now, like, when I'm in heated situations, like, I don't want a guy to get too loud, and I don't want him to get in my face. Like, these are two very simple things because you shouldn't be getting in somebody's face either anyways unless you're ready to pop off. <laughs> period. No intimidation. Just don't get in my face unless you're ready for something to happen to you. So these are my requirements, but these requirements are not met in heightened emotional situations because, and his excuse is always, oh, I'm mad right now. 
I can express myself in a constructive manner. Oh, I'm mad right now. All that, all that goes out the window. I can't remember it right now. Oh, I'm mad right now. I can't tailor or conduct my emotions in a controlled manner. So I don't like that. It's it's a it's a uh, what is what is it called? Um, a double standard between like why women always have to remain so calm and fucking level-headed in situations. And then men, just because y'all expressing your emotions, can do whatever the fuck y'all want it, as long as y'all expressing your emotions. Like, I don't like the double standard in that. And then I don't like that if I were to pop off in a heated situation, now I'm this and that. But then when he pops off in a situation, he's just, no, I don't know how to manage my emotions correctly. Like, I don't, I, I agree with that double standard. It's like a lot. How much time we got left? You got one minute. All right. Mr. Porter, let me know when you are ready, sir. <coughs> Mr. LeBeard. Yes, yes, sir. Let me put my, do you like that? Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. I am ready, good sir. All right, I am gonna start you now. All right, so, to appease my uh, beautiful co-conspirator, Miss Gabby, I'm gonna give you a uh, sources this time. We like sources. Sources this time. So according to the CDC, for those who don't know, this is the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. So I guess there's a P at the end. That's a new one. Okay. So according to them, men, we're not getting into ratio. We'll get there. Men are four times more likely to commit suicide than women. I'll read the stat. The suicide rate among American men is about four times higher than among women, according to data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So there's my source, and we'll get into the shits now. <clears throat> so I wanna speak to uh, what young Miss Crystal said. The misconception is that everybody assumes, everybody claims that they want men to be more emotional, particularly black men, particularly urban black men. But people don't really know how to understand black men who express themselves. So to speak to what you were just saying, Crystal, the fact that your boyfriend, I almost described him physically, the fact that your boyfriend is able to say, hey, I'm mad right now. I'm not going to be able to articulate myself. That is him expressing himself. He's saying to you, this ain't it for me right now. I'm, I'm acknowledging enough. I'm self-aware enough to say that I'm pissed off and I don't know how to communicate when I'm mad. This probably isn't the best time. A lot of black people don't give you that respect. A lot of people in general, regardless of gender, don't know how to communicate that, yo, I don't know how to communicate when I'm upset. The plight of black men is made into a joke. The plight of men is made into a joke. We can address Will Smith. We can get into the Johnny Depps of the world, which, will, which I'll touch on the abuse. But again, America does not know how to handle emotional black men. For me, I am trying to protect everybody black. But we got to dead this, oh, Me Too shit. Not the Me Too movement. Y'all are doing great. But we got to dead the, oh, I'm experiencing pain too. Yes, black man, you experience pain, but I'm experiencing pain too. Outside of childbirth, I can go through anything emotionally that you can go through as a woman but we don't want to have that conversation. I cannot experience the same thing that you experience physically by giving birth. Men suffer from postpartum depression. We don't talk about that. 
Men suffer from emotional anxiety. Men suffer from emotional abuse, but that's not talked about because the perception is, oh, I'm a man. I'm supposed to tough that shit out. So it's a double-edged sword. You're saying be strong enough to lead, but I want you to be vulnerable enough to come to me in time of need. You, you asking for both, but you don't know how to receive both. Because when I'm burying my emotions, because you're telling me that, yo, I don't know how to understand you when you're being soft and insensitive, because I'm going to speak for myself. I'm going to speak for me. I feel like every man in this room, for the most part, is at a different level emotionally than most. I will say that I consider us to be the exception, not the rule. And I want black men to be able to get to the point where they're able to say, like, yo, these are this is my emotional state. This is what I can and can't accept. This is how I react to certain situations. Take it or leave it. Accept me as I am, and I hope that you do. <clears throat> but unfortunately, that isn't how most men work. And the reason that is because is because when most black men, in my personal experience, when we come to somebody that's vulnerable, I've literally been told by a person that I've been in a relationship with, yo, I don't know how to deal with all that emotional stuff. You got to go talk to somebody else. But if I reach out to somebody else, don't let that be a female. Now it's on some wild shit and not even on no scandalous shit. But there are certain shit that I just can't talk to as a man, as a man. Women are very nurturing. There are certain circumstances where I do need a feminine touch in certain circumstances. And I've been in relationships where I was told by a female, I'm not going to hold you. I don't know how to react to a black man that knows how to express themselves emotionally. But how much fault do we take from our upbringing? How much of it is we're told to toughen up? We're told, oh, you acting like a bitch. Females say all the time, oh, I thought I was the female in this relationship. Oh, you acting like a bitch right now. That's a common thing that is said by black women to black men in relationship. And we can take color out of it, period. Because that's a common thing that's just told to men, period. But then we're said that, hey, I want you to be vulnerable with me. I want you to tell me your truth. But when we say that shit, it's, yo, you doing too much. You being dramatic. Why you girling? And we're told that shit by men and women. So we getting it from our own, and we getting it from the other side. But let's, let's, let's get into abuse. We're talking about the double standards on the one side. There are people that believe that men can't be sexually abused. There are people in this room that believe that men can't be sexually abused. Raped, sexually abused, molested, mistreated, whatever, whatever synonym, acronym, antonym, all the nims you want to put on it. She, no, specifically for the person who said men can't be raped. That is such a dangerous statement to make men, by women. So the statement is men can't be raped by women. That is a very dismissive, triggering, and dangerous statement to be made. Men can be drugged. Cardi B cop to with a smile on her face. She used to drug niggas and take advantage of them and kick the lick. That is something that happens more commonly than often. There are men who are molested, and I know we're talking in the different rounds, by female family members. There are grown-ass men who are sexually assaulted by females. If I walk up to a female drunk right now and grab her in the vagina, I just sexually assaulted you. If you walk up to me and grab my dick, you just sexually assaulted me. But one is acceptable and the other is not. If you grab my dick and I'm like, y'all, chill, it's not here for you, but, oh, oh, you must be gay. There's got to be something wrong with me that I just refused a female that's trying to grab my dick. But if, uh, if I do that shit to a woman, it's within your godly right to be able to refuse that. And I will say without a shadow of a doubt, historically speaking, that women are taken advantage of sexually more than men. But to make it seem like that men aren't taken sexually advantage of at all, that is dangerous speech. Let's talk to the Johnny, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard situation. She literally was caught 
on a recording saying that no one's going to believe that you abused me because you're the man and I'm the woman. She admitted to beating him up. When the story came out that Johnny Depp was abusing Amber Heard, that's all that was needed. We didn't need no proof. We didn't need no evidence. They said that Johnny was beating Amber Heard. The article was ran. His career got fucked up. He had to literally show pictures, video recordings, get evidence from testimonies from her side and his side just to be considered for this trial to go get split down the middle. And shit like that happens more often than you think it does. I watched the interview. It was a UK interview show. It was a skinny white guy and a bigger white lady. He said that there are times where he physically feels like he has to jump out the window to get away from this woman because he's scared of what she might do. And the crowd started laughing, started cracking up. And the host of the show said, if this was a female that just told you that same exact story, you would say that this nigga is a monster. The fact that she feels that she has to jump out the window because she's scared of what he might do to her physically if he makes her mad. But a man expressed that same fear, and we laugh. And that shit happens all too commonly. And I don't want to beat a dead horse with the Will Smith and Jada Pickett situation, but we're making a joke out of Will Smith's life with the shit that he's dealing with to the point that he's joking back at us that this shit hurts his feelings. He did that whole jumping with the uh, with the jump rope, talking about the entanglement. Like, he's telling us, like, yo, this shit's not funny. This shit is not funny to me. My wife got into a situation, and we don't got to get into the infidelity of it. That's a different topic for a different person. But she got into a situation while they were separating. That shit was very messy. And if it was on the other way around, I feel like she would. Yes, Crystal, it was very messy. Jada said, hey, this is somebody who needs our help. Can we bring him into our house and get him right? Will agreed. And then she fucked him while they were separated. If Will brought a woman into their house and said, hey, this young woman is sick. She needs our help. Jada, are you cool with us helping him? And she said yes. And then as soon as they separated, she fucked him. He would look crazy. They would be like, Will's a predator. Will set that up. Will's doing this. Will's doing that. Literally, Jada Smith did an interview. That he said he's only going to go by Jaden because he wants to be Jaden Smith for the movies. He wants to be Jaden the artist for his music. They literally spun the article talking about some Jaden Smith drops his last name because of family shame. He literally said at the start of the interview, this don't got shit to do with my parents. He said, I want to be Jaden for my music career. I want to be Jaden Smith for my acting career. Because that's the hot topic and because a black man's pain is funny. They put that article out there to the point that it got back to my brother who has his finger on the pulse of the world that he, he sent that out with the, with the thinking emoji. And I was like, yo, that's clickbait because that's the shit that they're trying to do. They posted the articles for the Johnny Depp trial. They literally posted Amber Heard's lawyer's statement and made it seem like that's how the, that's the court's ruling, correct? Amber Heard's judge, was obviously supposed to defend her, said that, oh, it's undeniable proof that Johnny Depp was abusing her, which there wasn't. But they put that out in the article as, oh, Case is over, undeniable proof that Johnny Depp was abusing Amber Heard. Men don't get the benefit of the doubt when it comes to abuse because niggas don't think that that shit goes that way. It's perceived as impossible for a man to be abused by a female. Ronda Rousey could walk in here and beat my ass right now, and there ain't a goddamn thing that I could do about that shit. But if I was in a relationship with her, what they, they going to tell me, hood? What they going to tell me? <laughs> hey. Who's next? Hold on, hold on. That's my job, sir. So, we're gonna take you to the court of infidelity. Who's gonna be speaking on this topic? Hmm. You know, 
You might have heard this guy introduce the other topics. You might have heard him start off the podcast saying, yeah. But um, in case you don't know who that is, oh, that's me, Mr. Troll Toll Trav, a.k.a. Wesley Pipes. If you never, uh, you know what, y'all know what it is. But the lovely lady that will be on the other side, speaking on infidelity, is Miss Veroni. We know her as Mother Earth because she's so healing and she's so eloquent in the way that she speaks. So as she likes to say, grand rising. And now let's start and bring the court in session. Mr. Troll Toll Trav. Oh, yeah, like I said, that's me. Please start it off. All right, I'm ready. Order in the court. Your honor. And by your honor, I mean the listeners. As today, you are the jury and listen to both sides present their thoughts and inner feelings. On today's episode of Battle of the Sexes, or what I would like to call our version of Mythbusters, I will delve into the topic of infidelity. There are a few layers to unpack here, so bear with me and apologize to my, feather, my fellow men and women here if I mention some talking points that you might want to get off. Let's start off where I stand. I do not think cheating is okay, and I believe that if you have the desire or inkling to cheat, you should remove yourself from that relationship before you cause your partner pain. If you are wondering, yes, I have been cheated on before, so I know what it is like to be on that side of the playing field. A myth I would like to address, the, men, the idea that men cheat more than women. Before I address this thought, I also want to bring up saying that I often hear that men are stupid and women are more intelligent. A very surface statement that I will admit, you ladies are probably right at times. Us men sometimes have a one-track mind that clouds the way we think, but I digress. Let's stick to the set. Let's stick to that saying, and tie it in with the topic of infidelity. You are correct. When it comes to cheating and infidelity, us men tend to move like Goku and lose our focus, resulting in us getting caught off guard. However, does that mean women don't cheat either? No, no, no. In my humble opinion. Women cheat as well, but do it in a more strategic, intelligent, and secretive manner. Women use tactics that really hit a man where it hurts, which will also lead to another discussion that I'll briefly touch upon. When women are weary of other women their man is friends with, us men use phrases such as, don't be jealous. You have nothing to worry about her. She's just a friend. Levels of reassurance. Is your man lying? Maybe, but I am here in a court of ether with my brothers. Flip the roles. Us men will hear, why are you worrying about another man? You sound like a female right now. Why? Are you worried? Now, we all know how frail the male ego can be in some men. We all know how society has made us believe that the man of the house, of the relationship, must always remain strong and never show signs of vulnerability. Due to these societal pressures, we cave 
and don't question it anymore because to us, it's a sign of weakness. Fast forward to the act of cheating. Here we are. You are now the living meme of you versus the guy she told you not to worry about. However, when we talk about the act of cheating, we immediately think physical because quite frankly, that's typically the case. But what about mental cheating? Is that possible? What about the women that coincidentally have a new boyfriend a week after her and her ex break up? In terms of what most people think, no cheating happened here. But to me, that's another form of cheating that needs to be acknowledged. Yeah, for me, the physical act of my ex cheating obviously hurt. But what really messed me up was it was with a guy I kept raising questions about because, but I was always told that I was reading too much into the situation. The fact that she was building another emotional connection with another man was a form of cheating to me, no matter how you slice it. But you see, we aren't supposed to say that. We are supposed to take that hit on the chin and quote unquote, hit the streets. Where's my emotional support? Why do I have to put on a straight face, smile, and say, on to the next one? I see a lot of examples of emotional infidelity caused by women, and it's a topic that we should talk about. I believe all infidelity stems from insecurities, lack of communication, fear, past trauma, and internal blocks that the person cheating has yet to address. I am always speaking from the viewpoint of a man, so take it how you will. Put a gun to my head and ask me, what's a side piece to a man and what's a side piece to a woman? To prevent that gun from firing, I will say, men have physical side pieces and women have emotional side pieces. Is one better than the other? No. Are both equally hurtful to their partner? Yes. Why is your man questioning about your male friend? What's the deeper meaning behind him prying? Consider there might be some internal trauma he has yet to express to you. Have a discussion. Learn more about one another and what triggers them in their actions or lack thereof. But the first step in all growth and progression is to look yourself in the mirror and really think about what internal struggles you have and how these are affecting your relationships. So your honor, I will end my piece with a quote from Brene Brown. You know, and so I've come to this belief that if you show me a woman who can sit with a man in real vulnerability and deep fear and be with him in it, I will show you a woman who A, has done her work and B, does not derive her power from that man. And if you show me a man who can sit with a woman with a woman in deep struggle and vulnerability and not try to fix it, but just hear her and be with her and hold space for it, I'll show you a guy who's done his work and a man who doesn't derive his power from controlling and fixing everything. I yield my time. Oh Thank my you. gosh. You got three minutes oh, and 30 geez. seconds left. Oh my gosh. Does, uh, does oh, anybody... He, he He's heating up. He had, he had 3.30 oh. left. Does anybody... Oh, wow. Does anybody want to... Oh, yeah. I, I'm cool. Oh, we'll get to that in open discussion. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try not to. But I'll any- say, girl, name's Rhymes with Pistol. 
<laughs> Are you tagging him? Uh, I'm. Does anybody? Does anybody want to follow? Yeah, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Ta- I don't want to damage your, your, your swag, bro. All right. Yeah, you got that. Hold on. Let me uh, set the wow. timer. Oh, that's that's tough to follow up. Uh, who's next? I have I have faith in Mother Earth. I saw uh, her. I saw her writing. Let me know. When <laughs> no, but like. Are you, what I was are, you are you starting or, or not? Are you just talking? I'm just talking okay. right now. Right. I, I gotta yeah. breathe. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Queen. Yeah. <laughs> breathe. Oh. Um. Cause yeah. Well, I I guess I'll just get into it and begin. So Trav, you did make a lot of good points, and I can't wait for um, at the end for all of us to come together. Uh, but um, what rings in my mind when thinking about infidelity is the wise words of one of my elders. Um, he was a man, a wise elderly man, um, who told me that there is no such thing as cheating. And I believe in that. He says that there is a choice. The way he broke this down um, is that when you're in a relationship, you choose to be with that person. You choose to take on what they what crosses they bear and allow that into your life. Now, if there is ever a moment that you so choose to want somebody else, that's where that like, quote unquote, cheating type stuff comes in. And to me, it's only, you only cheat when it's not communicated when you're not being like upfront with your feelings um, about somebody else. Cause if this was the case and here, I'll speak from personal experience because I was cheated on, um, not by a man, um, by a woman. So like, I do agree with you that women they have a way of doing better with it, um, trying like being dishonest um, about their infidelity. Men, you ask a man about their infidelity, they kind of get that like struck look and they're like, "Whoa, you, uh, huh?" <laughs> you see those memes everywhere, and that's not like all men, because like you do have those very clever men who know how to talk their way out of a situation and situ and stuff. But um, I'm talking about my situation where um, she committed emotional infidelity, um, and that turned into physical infidelity, um, and where I kind of just threw the whole relationship away was I can't trust you anymore. And that was something that I went into the relationship. I said, don't ever lie to me and don't ever cheat on me. But that was before I knew or like understood or had this thought of what cheating is or came to my truths about cheating, I should say. Um, So when that happened, uh, I had to like take it out of her. I had to ask her multiple questions. So thank you to my mother for always grilling me when I was younger because that's how I, I figured out how to ask questions in a way that kind of leads you to um, telling on yourself. 
Um, so then when that came out, it was like, okay, kind of wash your hands of the relationship. Didn't really get mad. It was just like, I'm a bit disappointed in you. Um, cause that was just foul. Um, so that's the little backstory into that. But, um, coming from that, uh, having to grow from that situation and now understanding that. And I told them that if you were upfront with your emotions, um, cause it started off with, oh, what do you think about, um, polyamory? And it's like, oh, okay. Thinking about that. And in the time where I was in my life, I'm like, I would get a lot out of this. Oh, wow. Cool. But you don't really see in the back of your mind, like what kind of manipulations going on. Um, and then, uh, it went into, um, things going on weeks after, then I asked the question, when you had this um, polyamory in mind, were you thinking of somebody? The answer was a yes. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, I kind of understand where this like emotional um, infidelity was kind of being brought about. But then it went into physical infidelity because I asked them, did you ever sleep with them? Because I'm like, I'm okay with that. You like somebody, you like somebody has no problem with it. Um, you communicated this to me beforehand. I have no problem with it. But then it got to the point where I've discovered that they had already acted on this um, attraction to another being. And then it's like, okay, well, because you couldn't be um, upfront with me before this happened, I can no longer trust you for another occasion to happen. Because I can understand, like, if you choose to be with somebody else for that moment, because I know what light I bring to the situation. And it's like that goes into your points again where how, um, and I probably shouldn't do this, and I'll wait for the end, but not really. <laughs> how it's founded on insecurities, past traumas, <laughs> Let me say that, past traumas, again, <laughs> internal blocks. Let me double that, internal blocks, again, and definitely lack of communication. I see so much truth in that. And when you work through that and know yourself, then you're able to communicate to somebody else uh, what is needed in the relationship, how the relationship is to go, and what's not. How much time do I have? Oh, I do? Well, I'm done, because I think I said pretty much everything I wanted to say. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Let me look at my notes. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I, I put this down. I asked myself, why stop a connection from forming? Is it because, like, because you're you were saying stuff like two people coming together and everything. Actually, let me let me save that for the end. I'm going to save that for the end. Solid. Yeah. 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 So Cuz at this point it's going to fall into so many different areas cuz then I I have notes on equality cuz yeah. 
because that falls into the polyandry because like you have polyamory for men but then you could have women who have polyandry and it's like but they know if they could communicate um and it seems like healthy reasons as they're <laughs> why they're entering into this type situation then heck yeah but to go back to your point with men yeah it's like oh I got two pussy holes I could fill. And it's just like, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Not all men talk like that. The man, the man in my mind, <laughs> huh? He saves it. No, say some, not all. Cause you can't make, you can't poll that to make sure that that's true. You know what? That should be like a family feud question. A hundred people asked in America. What would you refer to two women having exhausting? Two women? That's what I would refer to as having two women. <laughs> too much. Too much. I mean, <laughs> she, she didn't take too much exhausting. energy. Uh, Wait, so, did anybody want man. those three minutes? Oh, I deleted right. the clock. It's going there. So we're going first this round, right? No, no, no. They're going first. The yeah. topic is sex. Oh, it's me again. And yes, you heard correctly. The final topic shall be sex. Everybody has their muse. Everybody has something that turns them on. And during this segment, you will hear two sides speak on that. To represent the females will be Miss Crystal. And to represent the males will be Mr. Off Mike Pocky, Mr. Get Him Out of Here, Mr. O'Aris. So, as we go into this last segment, listen, learn, and heal, but not really, because that's going to be in the second part. Now, take us away, Mr. Off Mike and Miss Crystal. Thank you. Sex. I'll channel my inner teenager instead of the grown woman I am oh, today. Whoa. Major Kyle, unnecessary roughness. Number 97, Saskatchewan. 15 now counted. You starting? Yeah, we can start. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get free minutes off. <laughs> you see me. Yeah, I see you. Okay. Sure, I got you. All right. Okay. So I think in order to really speak about sexual experiences with women, we have to think in terms of our two selves. Like, ourself that we were before we realized our power in sex and then ourselves after we realized it. So I'm going to speak about firstly myself before I realized it. So like when women are okay, so when women have to talk about sex, we are not afforded the luxury of thinking about like our pleasure. Like, when women are talked to about sex, literally all we hear is, like, making sure the guy is cool, making sure he's satisfied, da-da-da, that's it. So, in turn, like, we grow up and, like, we live through, like, hella unsatisfying sexual experiences. And we see it as normal because nobody ever told us that it was otherwise. And, um, what do you call this? What is this? Uh, a stereotype or not? Um, it's a double standard. Uh, yes, it's a double standard because men are raised, most men are raised until they become 
aware of it. I'm talking about everything that we're not aware of, not our aware selves in sexuality. So before men in their teenage years, before they are made aware of it, they are taught like just to focus on getting their nut off, like whatever's going on there, whatever. Like as long as they come, they're cool. They don't even, most of the time, shit, they don't even realize that the person that they with did not come. They're like, oh, did you come? We're like, uh, yeah, but she's so stupid. You're like, yeah, she probably did. She just don't know. Right. No, trust me, we know. But m- a lot of women lie to you. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't ego boost. I don't lie to you. If I didn't come, I didn't come. If your dick is trash, your dick is trash. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> period. Um, but... Most women are not, like, taught that or are not comfortable doing that. You have, like, women, and, like, I heard some celebrities talk about this recently. They're, like, in their 40s, and they're just now starting to focus on their pleasure. I'm sorry. Gabby likes sources. Sources? What celebrity says? I don't know. I don't know. She said, she said, you white, you better have her. name? Gwyneth, what's her? Yeah, yes, her. Chris, Chris Martin was, mm, okay. She, what, he was busting her shit down? According to him, he was busting. Okay, according to him, he was busting her shit down. But she said on national TV that in her 46 years that she is currently, she is just now getting to the fact that she's starting to focus on her pleasure instead of the pleasure of men. So... This is like a big discrepancy. And then let's talk about the women who are totally and completely aware of their sexuality and what they want in sex in general. How are we usually labeled? What are we called? Whores? Freaks? Shit. Lesbians? Bisexual? um, All types of different things. The majority of men, not all, but let's say most, some, some, but not the majority, because I always want to point that out. <laughs> so not the majority. When they meet a woman who, like, can hold her own, like, sexually or whatever, sometimes they are intimidated instead of, like, turned on by it. But why, when women meet a dominant man in the sexual sense, we're turned on by it and not intimidated? And then, um, you want a timeout? Okay, because you can have it. We all got one. You didn't use it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, uh, what else? Um, I lost my train of thought because Matthew wants to keep interrupting me. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. Um, I was. Can you back on track, please? Yes. Crystal, do you want to call a timeout for yourself? No, hold on. I'll call a timeout okay. for Crystal. Call my timeout. <laughs> I'm trying to think That's of what to say. Shut up. <laughs> oh, get, the, get out of here. <laughs> All right, fuck it. I don't need a timeout. Okay. I'm going to regather my phone. I didn't take it. Time in. Time in. Time Whatever. It was taken. Whatever. So let's, okay, let me address, like, because this has happened to me, like, several times, and I don't know why. So let's address um, women meeting a guy 
who is more sexually advanced than her. And she accepts that, like she's willing to learn or whatever. Now let's go on the other hand, a guy, not an older woman, because sometimes the only times when guys accept a woman that's sexually advanced than him is when she's older. I'm talking about, let's talk about we're the same age and I'm better at it than you. Let's talk about that. So let's say you meet someone the same age as you, and I can teach you a thing or two, and I tell you that your shit is trash. Not in that manner, but I tell you that it's not as good as you thought it was. Let's talk about how that's like an ego hurt now. Shit, you butt hurt? You talking about some damn, she not fucking with me. She talking about my shit is trash. Like, guys can't take constructive criticism when it comes to sex the way women can. So women are supposed to sit here and listen to you tell them how you want your dick to be sucked, how you want them to do this and that. But let us turn around and tell you that your stroke game is not all that you thought it was. I'm sorry that these women in your past kept lying to you and telling you that it was good, and I'm telling you right now that it's not. <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. Like, let's talk about that. Let's tell you. Let's talk about how your head is not as good as y'all think it is. Um, let's talk about the fact that a lot of women, a lot of women. <laughs> In the court, let's order in the court, let's like talk about the fact that a lot like of Christmas women, <laughs> a lot of women will point out to like some men that, like, hey, this this situation down here is not all that you thought it was. Like, don't bite, don't do whatever the fuck you're doing down there that you thought you was doing. Don't do any of that. Like, let's come over here and have a learning experience. But then, like, you'll so you'll do it, like, they'll do it, but there's like a fight put up. Because they're always going to do it because pussy is pussy at the end of the day. So <laughs> they'll do it. They'll learn. But <laughs> but um, they'll put up a fight, like, before they learn. Like, they might say things, like, that discourage you from saying what you were about to say. But, like, when it comes to, like, women and, like, guys tell us that, hey, that head that you just gave me, like, your teeth were showing a little bit. Maybe next time tuck them <laughs> in. We don't sit there and be like, Nigga, nobody ever complained before, blah, blah. No, we don't say that. We'll just be like, okay, maybe this time you right. Maybe my teeth was showing. Let me dial them back a little bit. Like, there's not a fight put up. But every time there's a teaching or a learning experience in sex, there's like a little fight put up. There's like a little ego hurt put up or a little something when it comes to men than in terms to women. And then how much time do I have left? Okay, let's talk about masturbation. <laughs> so, so like, it is very normalized. It is very accepted for men to masturbate maybe several times a day or whatever. Like, it's, it's acceptable. So then, like, let's, let's think about women and how, like, women masturbating is seemed, like, very ta taboo or, like, very, like, frowned upon sometimes because, like, maybe we might incorporate a toy in there here and there and everybody does not like toys everybody does not appreciate toys um so like women's masturbation is seem like very weird from like men's is just because like we can't we can but not always not all women because like vaginas are different but most of the time if you stroke a dick you'll probably come from it but like most of the time like if uh, something is stuck inside a vagina you're not always coming from just a dick being inside of you like you're not always coming from somebody fucking playing with your clit like you're not always coming regardless of anything that you do down there 
you might never make a woman come. But like, regardless, most of the time, if you stroke a dick, some shit probably gonna shoot out of it. Most of the time. Um, <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> so, like, there's a big discrepancy. <laughs> there's like, okay, yes, so there's a big discrepancy in that. And then I'll just leave it at that, if anyone else has anything to say. <laughs> so I can get my 30 seconds. I didn't think I was going to use all this time. start off by saying this pussy is not pussy I want y'all to understand what I'm saying pussy all pussy is not the same and I need for everybody to understand this also the men that I know let let me not let me not say that let me say me we love them hoes okay we like women that are sexually experienced, not just with themselves, but they know what they're doing around a penis, okay? I know a lot of men in this generation specifically. Let's talk about this generation specifically, okay? A couple years ago, you were looked at as less of a man if you ate pussy. Literally how we grew up in our generation, pussy monster, Lil Wayne. Every other line Lil Wayne came out with was talking about eating pussy when we was in high school, middle school. So what did we do? We went out and we found the girl of our dreams <laughs> and we ate pussy and we learned how to eat pussy. I mean, these, these are facts, right? Chris Brown says it in every other song. Oh, I go down there, I want to drown in it, drown my face in it like a male mermaid. That was a song. That was a line in a Chris Brown song. Look it up, okay? Shut up, because I wasn't going to say that. Okay? This is a fact, all right? And I think that the women of this generation need to appreciate that there, there, are, there are a lot of men out there that want to sexually satisfy you, okay? We want to experience what you experience during sex. Let's, 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 let's take it somewhere else. Even if we do, even, even if, okay, okay can, can, I, can I speak? Damn. Even if we do make y'all squirt, what y'all call it? If, 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 if we do something that y'all like, it's pissed. You ain't really make me squirt. You ain't all that. You da 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 Oh, really? Okay. All right. Cool. A lot of y'all be bullshit. A lot of y'all experience heaven, okay? We're having sex with men. And because y'all don't want to stroke the male ego or you don't want to placate to how we feel, y'all say, it was, it, it was all right. It was cool. Okay? Let me, let, me look, let me look at my other notes. Did I say this? Did, did, did I say that men fake too? Did I point that out? Because cause I know a lot of times I got ahead and I said, I wish this bitch would hurry up because I got shit to do. This is trash. I know there's a lot of times I've been inside a woman and I said, this is drier than the Sahara Desert. I need to go home 
and do my taxes. Something. I need to go home and do something. There are a lot of times where I got up and I did not nut and I went home. Okay? Because all pussy is not the same. And I am, I am very tired of women pushing this notion. I wait. Add another five minutes to my, my time because I wait. I am so tired of this notion of women saying, oh, y'all just like pussy, all pussy the same. No, the hell is not. And y'all know y'all got some friends with some trash-ass pussy by their own relationship statuses, what they be going through, how they men be treating them and shit. Y'all know whose friends got trash-ass pussy. Y'all know, okay? We not, we, oh, 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 oh. Did I ruffle some feathers? Did I ruffle some feathers? Okay, let's talk about uh, giving head. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that men give head way longer than women. We eat pussy for way longer. We're down there. We're eating. We're eating ass. We're eating ass. We putting fingers inside. We licking clips. We doing this. We rubbing nibbles. We doing that. Oh, are you timeout? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's time out. Excuse me. Um, I want to go back to um, my. I don't even know what you call her. Superhead, Corinne Steffens. She sucked cool moji, cool G rat dick for hours. 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 Just want to put it out there. So for you to say that men give head longer than women for hours. I like that. Okay. Um I 1000% uh disagree and even in the process of us giving y'all head y'all bust multiple times while giving y'all head whereas there's a really one shot that we have to give whether it's the first nut and then by the time we get to the second nut if you want to argue that you give head longer during the second nut cool we can argue that but during the first three nuts that y'all done bust it takes us a while to get to our first which adds to my point um let's talk about dora the anal explorer if i am a man <laughs> I should be able to turn down the option of my woman to eat my ass. I should not feel like I'm gay or there's something wrong with me. I can eat your ass, suck your toes, do all this type of stuff, and it's acceptable. But as a man, I have to be degraded and say blah, blah, blah if I want my lady to do that. I find that to not be equal, and I find that to be very upsetting. Shout out to uh, the healing hoe uh, who was talking about pagan niggas. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, you made you made a you made a very interesting point about <laughs> you made a very interesting point about masturbation. There are a plethora of women who are on OnlyFans, Cam Soda, different other platforms, masturbating. <laughs> hold, wait, whoa, whoa, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. There's a lot of platforms where women are masturbating. And it's acceptable. Can I go on OnlyFans and beat my dick and make $1,200 from that one session? Maybe, maybe not. But it's more women, it's more acceptable for women. Y'all could sell feet, pictures of feet, pictures of, you, you could sell, you could, you could fart, you can fart in a glass. Seal that glass up and sell it to somebody. Yes, we are more acceptable of y'all and y'all freak shit, and we want to learn everything that there is about a woman, and we like every part of you. How much time do I have? Enough. Oh, enough time. Yeah, you mad because I'm killing y'all. Listen, there's a lot of time. There's, I'm, I'm sorry, okay. There, there are plenty of men that want to smell your armpits, smell your ass. There's... This is what I'm saying. There's a lot of men that are out there 
that want to do a lot of these things, and the same can't be said for women. I mean, I, I could wait. I could wait another five minutes. That's fine. I got. I got more to go. Um, I talked about the fetishes. I talked about all that. Um, I talked about the the squirting. Um, and y'all bust nuts too. Okay. Let's not. Let's let's really ask. And and this is a this is a question I really want to ask. And you're under. I'm guessing everybody's under thirty here. All the women. We don't have to ask your ages. Let's just guess because that's inappropriate. But um, all the women in here that are under 30, can all of y'all say that y'all have never busted nut in your life from a man? Yes. That's one. That's one. But you have in your lifetime. In your lifetime. In your lifetime. Yes or no? Yes or no? No, 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 no. It's still my turn. It's just a yes or no. I'm not asking that. Oh. I said yes or no. It counts. So that's three. That's three out of four. So that leads to my point that a lot of women be capping. Y'all, y'all be capping. A lot of y'all be busting nuts too. A lot of y'all are sexually satisfied as well. And if you're not, take it up with that man. Have a conversation with him, or maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship with him because mm. you don't want to. Ex- he don't want to explore your body. Mm. But there are a lot of men that are out here who want to get to know you, who want to see you play with yourself so that way he can know how to play with you. Mm. There are a lot of men that are out here that want the direction, that want you to tell them, hey, baby, tell me how you like to get ate. Tell me if you wanted to get spat on and slurped up and this, that, and the third, and then I do. Listen, it's a lot of men that are out here that want to know. So to push this notion that men are just one hit of quitters, we just worried about odd nut and leaving and this, that, and the third, that may be a specific type of man. You may be talking about your ugly ass boyfriend, but that's not every man. That's not every, that wasn't just, that wasn't just for you. That was for everybody. That was, oh, damn. Um, But I'm just saying, there are a lot of men that are out here who would like to, you know, explore and get to know their lovely ladies. Um. There are a lot of men that are out here, especially for our generation specifically, you know, we would like to know what it is that makes a woman tick. And I get it, you know. There are some guys that are trash, but <laughs> let's keep it real. It's a lot of y'all that are trash too, okay? It's a lot of y'all that don't know how to suck a D, play with the balls, lick the gooch. It's a lot of y'all that don't want to role play. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of y'all that don't that don't want to do it in front of the mirror. It's a lot of y'all that only want to do missionary. Y'all don't want to do no other crazy sexual positions. You only want you only stick to two positions: doggy and missionary, which is trash. There's a lot of y'all that only want to stick to the, the the nut shit. You don't want to watch porn because that's considered cheating. I had a girlfriend who told who told me that. No, I know you're mad because I'm killing you. You're worried about my time because I'm killing you. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying that there are multiple layers to this, and there are multiple men that are out here that are kicking y'all backs in, which is why you're going through the nut shit that you're going through now. You're ready to key up a nigga's car, pour gasoline in the shit, blow it up. Why? It's not just because he has a dope personality. It's because he's kicking your damn back in. It's because he's making you... <laughs> <laughs> because he has amazing bone structure, okay? It's because us and I yield my time. Well, that was a lot. And I hope you all took in everything that both sides said because we're going to pack that all in 
and bring it back to the second part as we try to discuss and figure out how the two sides can come together and eliminate this divisiveness. But you know, I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that have the Arthur meme going right now. Your fist is clenching, you're ready to say something, but hopefully in this next portion, your concerns will be addressed. Once again, thank you for listening. We are the Ether Podcast, and tune in to part two of the first annual 